0: the world wasn't destroyed and in this one we were dead so we came here and and we buried ourselves and we took their place and every morning summer i eat breakfast 20 yards away from my own rotting corpse so you're not my brother i'm better than your brother i'm a version of your brother you can trust when he says don't run nobody exists on purpose nobody belongs anywhere everybody's gonna die come watch tv
1: yo welcome to another episode of so you want to be an artist the only podcast that's for the artist by the artist each and every goddamn week we're back again if you didn't know i'm in los angeles um and it's splendid <laughs> the weather's fantastic uh, the women are incredible the atmosphere is pleasant the food brilliant um my comfort zone expanded, this is annoying as well, because I just recorded all of this stuff, but for some reason, my laptop fucked up, so now I have to do it again, which is peak, but we're going in anyway, um, what I'm doing in LA is nothing too dissimilar to what I'd be doing at home in London, I'm just doing it somewhere else, trying to get better at my shit, trying to learn more, trying to understand more, trying to experience more, um, and other things are coming with that too, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit happier, I'm laughing more, and I'm feeling like I'm loving a little bit more, which is foreign and awesome, I guess, I'm into it, I'm here for it, fuck it, let's go, um, but getting out of your comfort zone, I mean, if you listen to the podcast religiously, you know how important I think getting out of your comfort zone is, Um, that shit's like energy. You really have to expand your bubble to see how far you can push yourself and see how great you really are. It's hard to have a a verometer or a point of reference when all you know is the stuff around you. It's hard to forget how nang you actually are until you go halfway across the world and your nangness still prevails. It's like, whoa, hang on a minute. You can take me out of anywhere. You can take me out of home. You can put me anywhere and I'm still going to fucking kill stuff i'm still gonna be as nang as i am inside of my comfort zone i think that's a very liberating thing to know once you know that you don't change just because your environment does and you you can still see your quality no matter where you are in the world no matter what culture you're you're in no matter what language everyone is speaking no matter (laughs) yeah whatever no matter what you can take yourself out of the place where you're comfortable and still be a sick guy or a sick girl Nah, that's amazing that's the most inspirational stuff ever now, a lot of people don't know that a lot of people don't realize their worth so uh, no one's really gonna tell you you have to just figure it out yourself so get up wherever you wanted to go and wherever you've been putting off um shout out to danae more always wanted to go to japan now she's there she's there by herself i think actually um uh, yeah she's just been posting pictures and it's inspiring to see just get up wherever you want to go just go like by the year 2050 we're all going to be plugged into virtual reality machines anyway so you're not going to need to travel as much so before that happens see as much with your own eyes feel as much with your own skin and 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 just experience b you feel me my little uh thing that i want to talk about before i get into the interview with my incredible guest this week is what have you learned the last time you press play on my voice to the time you press press play this time what could you tell me that you've learned if you're a musician have you learned a new way to play your instrument if your instrument is your voice have you learned a new way to sing have you been listening to a new genre to understand the many different perspectives that you can have on music have you been listening to classical, to country, to funk, to rock, to jazz, to, to R&B, to soul, to metal even? There's, there's lessons to be learned everywhere, even if death metal is the way that you don't want to play. If you're a writer, have you written about something without actually talking about the specific thing that you're writing about? Have you tried a new way of writing? Have you Stop tapping into your phone or stop typing into your laptop if you've got a pen and paper and, and realise how that feels to actually see your words manifest physically. Go out, get a typewriter, start typing your stuff in. Once you see and appreciate that everything that you are doing is being put, it, put down infinitely onto a physical piece of paper, you might start choosing your words more carefully. Once you've got ink riding on it as well, and you know that every letter is costing you a couple pennies, you might stop talking so much shit. (laughs) You might figure out how to be more concise. You might figure out how to really use your words. If you're a painter, did you use oil pastels this week instead of your favorite watercolors? Did you paint onto a different type of canvas? Did you paint onto no canvas at all? Did you paint on yourself? did you paint on a wall, did you paint on the floor, did you paint on the ceiling, did you paint on another person, did you paint on your laptop, I don't know, did you you paint with no paint at all, did you paint with your mind, did you paint with a fucking tablet, did you paint, or did you draw or even replace paint with draw, Um, if you're, I don't know, I don't know, if you're a producer, did you learn about how to play a new instrument again, did you learn about various different instruments did you learn about Tibetan singing bowls did you learn about timpuri did you learn about mallets and shit did you learn a new instrument a new sound, a new plugin a new way to program drums a new style of drums like it's infinite did you learn about the human experience did you learn how human beings consume media or consume art do you think right what really makes them tick what resonates with them did you ask someone what do you look for when you're ex- experience in art do you like what did you learn it doesn't even have to be about your art did you learn anything about like seals <laughs> the ocean um the british monarchy <laughs> collective consciousness like the more you learn about life in general more you have to put into your art the more resources you have the more you know the more you can talk about so basically what i'm saying is stop being so ignorant learn something and your art will get better naturally because you're getting better as a person and all your art is is just should be a reflection of who you are as a human being and how you see the world so give yourself um a clear review that's basically what i'm saying um like I've been trying, well, actively trying a lot more because I have less less to do while I'm in LA. So I'm playing guitar until my fingers blister, and then I'll sit down and use that time to rest and read a book. And then once my eyes get tired, I'll probably watch something and just consuming and just and just gaining more perspective on the world, I guess. But anyway, that's 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 this week. That's this week's thought this week's ramble and basically i'm just going to jump straight into the interview now my guest this week an incredible woman <laughs> a hilarious woman as well someone with a lot of character, someone who is, feels like she's fearless and her name is wolfie and this is her song the song's in the description as well so you can follow through that and listen to it she's got a new project coming out i'm not sure when it comes out it's like it's next week at some point Um, Or if you're listening to this Pretty late And you're slacking Then it'll be out already Just search Wolfie But go cop that Go listen to it Support her At her And listen to the conversation Because it was a, a pleasure To do Let's go
2: Waiting by the phone For you to call my family home When we were grown and our future was unknown In my daddy's home at a city postal code. From day this man has backed me It's like for me he is biased For me he is biased He treats me like his queen And yes he does right for his highness His highness even when I'm leaning, I'm not giving it my best I know there'll be a team and that he got this, we bless He's my car above the rest Starts this pumping in my chest Days were short, nights were young We take on anyone And greet the moon, meet the sun Playing Star Wars on my PS1 you're my only love, you're the only one. You're my back, I go be like one. You're my only love, you're the only one. Still got my back, I go be like one. He's my only love, He's the only one. you are my back, I go be like one, He's my only love, he's the only one. Text by all the clones No, I can't do this on my own You bet me from the go, back from two or double o And that I've always known, so grateful for how you've grown now my savior with the saber, I've been on some other shit. I get vader, I go hater and move on some cruddiness. But don't take it, get frustrated and make me snap out of it. By my side is always him. Helps remind me where I've been. Day is long, night is young. So come play a calm. I'll let you be control. Playing Star Wars on my PS1. You're my only love. You're the only one. You're my back like Obi-Wan. You're my only love. You're the only one. Still got my back like Obi-Wan. He my only love. He's the only one. You're my back I like Obi-Wan. He my only love. He's the only one. My Obi-Wan.
1: Wolfie. Hiya. We have to have an honorary round of applause.
2: Okay. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How are you? I'm
1: good. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thank you very much. Not good. too bad. I'm off schedule. Mm. But you know. Well, it's because West London's beautiful.
3: And we just thought let's take in the scenery before we get here. Where do you live? well we're in south we? we've come from south
1: oh wow this is a day out this is a day out for this us is a day out we're on the really other side what? of the river we've got to take <laughs> it in <laughs> the first question i ask everyone mm-hmm. that comes through the podcast what is art art mm-hmm.
3: art i think art to me is an expression of oneself yeah i think it's the, the purest expression you have, I think, like the purest expression of your soul, I'd say, art. Uh, that's where I think it should come from anyway, so I'd like to think that's most people's description on it.
1: So what makes you the artist that you are?
3: Um, I think what makes most people an artist, I think life experiences, stuff that I've been brought up on, like my mum and dad's life experiences, my family, um social experiences. I think, yeah, everything combined is what makes me an artist and makes me do what I do, really, I think.
1: Do you think that sometimes we take on too many of our mum and dad's experiences? Or the people that we grow up around?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think there was a point with me before, because my mum and dad brought me up on like punk and reggae. So there was a point with me that I was like, oh, like, R&B style it's very different to what I I know to be, like the music in my house, like what I know to listen to. Um, and I think there was definitely a point before I went to college that I was like, oh, like, do I, should I go into that realm? Because it's not what my family knows, it's not really what I know, like, should I do that? And I think a lot of people get a bit caught up in other people's opinions, whether it's your mum, your dad or your best friend, I think. Just do what feels right for you, I think.
1: I think that's interesting that you that you came into R and B pretty late yeah. in your yeah. in your like maturity. So mm. what, what did that look like? A young Wolfie at school, like when she was listening to to punk and radio? Oh, it
3: looked it looked like it looked now. Like I listened to a lot of music. Also, I was listening to like garage and grime when I was younger. But predominantly, my mum would play like the Sex Pistols, the Clash, like the Wailers, like the Specials, like. So that sort of music, but I don't think I wasn't like walking around wearing Dr. Martins and like you know like I don't That's know. That's slightly what I was hoping for. Yeah, no, sorry, it wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't that. I was still, I don't know, wearing my TNs and my Nike bag. Like that was still me Joy when string. I was. Mac yeah, Joy there string, we no. go. My ribbon in my hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was still me when I was younger. But yeah, it didn't change how I looked or anything.
1: So how do you think that? How did you even make that decision then? So why wasn't the first decision to be like, all right, cool, this is what I listen to is punk and reggae. I'm going to make punk and reggae."
3: Hmm. I don't f- punk and reggae for me because I like singing is my thing. Like, apart from anything else, although like, when I was younger, the first thing that I was doing like in this sort of a stage experience was dancing and acting. Um, but I'm not good at that. If I'm real, so I just <laughs> I'm singing. <laughs> I'm a lot better at it and I enjoy it a lot more. And I think cause I've studied music now for like eight years. And obviously I didn't study music at them points there. like when I was a lot younger, when I was listening to punk and reggae, but punk and reggae for me, like, I don't know, it's enjoyable, but for me it wasn't as enjoyable to sing. It wasn't challenging enough for me, like punk. And I just respect to anyone out there, but vocally it's not hard to do. Like, I'm going to be real, <laughs> let me keep it real. Vocally it's not hard to do Like I could shout something right now and I could be a number one in the punk charts. You know what I mean? Like, let's <laughs> be honest, <laughs> let's be real. Um, for example, I don't know, like the sex pistols like I've just said, like none of their stuff vocally was challenging. Um
1: that's not really what it's about. Really. No, it's, it's about not. what you say, not yeah. really how you say it. It's
3: true, but as a singer, I wanna sing stuff yeah, that you know, I can grow with. So like if I'm singing like punk or if I'm singing reggae, although like musically and instrumentally, the the genres are sick. Like there's so many like beautiful textures in them genres, but For me, like, with R&B, with soul, with what I'm doing now, like, you've got so many different vocal techniques you can learn. There's so many things that you can riff, you can do all your runs. And, of course, like, whether you pick to do punk, reggae, soul. You don't necessarily need to stay within them realms. But yeah, for me, it was more challenging to sing all that. So that's why I do that. So right it now. wasn't
1: necessarily a difficult choice to make.
3: No, not at all, not at all. It wasn't like one day I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. Like <laughs> I want to do r and B." I need to sing.
1: I need to be free. <laughs> I need to be free. <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> needs to hear my voice.
0: Let me
3: breathe. Like it <laughs> wasn't like, It not ever that. Like I just, I think through time and just through life, I just sort of knew what I wanted to do. And that was it really, it fell into place. Mm.
1: First song. Let's talk about your first song. Okay. No, your first R&B song, actually. Remember what it's called? I
3: don't know, because I might have a different one in my head to what you have in your I don't head. know, I don't
1: know. That's oh. what I'm asking you. I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest with you. My knowledge of you is very minimal. That's apart good. from the stuff that I've heard. There oh, by goes. the way, my mum loves Outer Earth.
3: Mumsy.
1: Proper, was banging it. I was embarrassed how loud she was banging it. Yeah, she was driving around, like, the area or whatever, and she's banging it so loud, yeah, and I was like, mum... <gasps> So like was, I,
3: where, where's your mum? Like she's
1: in Bournemouth. She was. No. This, this was this morning. She was dropping me off because I run everything by her. Oh. Yeah, because she's like R and B queen. She, she nice. brought like my first tapes were like a Leah AJ, yes. nothing but a number yes. and shit. Yes. So like that was the kind of stuff I grew up on. And <laughs> yes, um, like we fancy. have like sing offs to fucking um, Keith Sweat yeah. and shit. I, <laughs> I love that. um So yeah, so I have run all of the R and B stuff by her first, so I know if she loves it, oh. then it bangs. And she, w- she dropped me off to the train station. Yeah, pulled up to the train station, and it is loud. No. The car is bumping. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm waiting for it. I'm not gonna turn it down, but I'm waiting for her to turn it down. And she's like, All right, let me know when AK. you're back.
2: No. Let me know when you're back. And I was yeah. like,
1: She's like, How can I get this on my phone? Oh. I was like, SoundCloud, isn't it just look for Wolfie. Fucking off. Oh. Oh. Slam the door and run into the train station.
3: Your mum's got good taste. Nah,
1: yeah, for you know what real. I mean,
3: what can you say to that? Um,
1: yeah, so basically, my knowledge is limited oh. and I'm just here to learn about you good, as much as yeah. anyone who's is listening is. So I your think- first song that comes to your mind when you when you think.
3: I think the first song of this whole, this part of my journey, because before I done... Oh, no,
1: yeah, but if, if there's a before, I want to hear the before part of this journey.
3: Okay. Let's, let's
1: start there. We'll get to the Whoa, new stuff. Okay.
3: Yeah, it would be a song that I, I done with this guy called Cypriot Vibes.
1: I know Cypriot Vibes. That's so random. What Aaron? I don't know him, know him, but I yeah. know him from like when I was like fifteen and used to I, spit. and He makes beats and shit.
3: No, I've you, known Aaron from day. That's like, so weird. Early from oh, that's mad. I
1: think we used to Aaron. like share MySpace. Babe, this shit is what like me and Aaron.
3: Like. That's how I know Aaron through MySpace and through MSN. He used to send me beats under Cypriot Vibes, and he sent me this beat before, best friends the Amy Winehouse sample, and I was like, this is. This is fucking Wavy Aaron. Like He's been making music that people are making now like three, four mm. years ago. And I can't take that from him. He's sick. Um, yeah, so he sent me that. And then, yeah, I think, when did I write that? I must have wrote that in college. I think that might have been the first sort of tune that I'd done. But before that, I was write, writing bars when I was like 14, 15 years old Like because I've, I've got quite a male-dominated family.
1: Bars, and,
3: bars. The actual bars, like okay. grind bars. Like, okay.
1: Can you remember any of them? <laughs>
3: no,
1: like, you can. Don't chat no, shit I can't. to me ever. Like, ever. No, I can't. ever try to pull the wool can't over my telling. eyes. Can
3: we him? No, honestly, I can't. She so
1: can remember one lyric?
3: No, because we had a cypher last night, so that's why she's laughing. Me and my brother last night we were trying to have a bit of a cypher, so she's laughing about that. But I can't remember she any of She knows, isn't okay. it? So can <laughs> the cypher
1: was special.
3: Cypher oh. was special. <sighs>
1: Should have fucking recorded it for me.
3: Well, maybe it's my next thing maybe after the singing I'll get bored of R&B maybe I'll move on to grime that's
1: you're going to have the same thing with reggae and punk you're going to be like the world needs to hear my bars I'm a (laughs) skeng man
3: (laughs) (laughs) let me slew them let me do this but yeah I think before like before I wrote any like sort of R&B tunes I I was writing bars with a lot of my cousins like for banter really we were writing bars and sort of going against each other in like the local park or whatever but standard um, yeah, like, like you do when you're little. Um, yeah, and then, then that that tune from Cypriot Vibes, and then shortly after that, I done a tune with an old friend of mine, Jay Prince. But we done this tune called Jay
1: Prince is in Jay Prince? Jay Prince?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've been we've worked years and years ago, and I think the song that that I don't play my own trumpet, but the song that we done. Um, only 19. I was 19 years old. So when's that? Four years ago. Right. Four years ago. Um, and that was like I think that was the song that was like a moment in my career when I was like this is what I want to sort of mm. this is where I want to go with it and I sort of found myself with Jason's production and with what I wanted to say and what I wanted to do um, so yeah I think Cypriot Vies and Jay Prince they really helped I think they were the first sort of boys that sort of helped me
1: big up them lot Yeah, because for that. me it feels like you kind of came out of nowhere I heard uh, mm. a couple of things and then it was like you had the Obi-Wan video and, I, and then yeah. I turn on Radio 1 and you're on Radio 1 yes. and shit and I was like what the fuck this Who's is just this girl? I, yeah I felt like yeah. I had been sleeping a little bit
3: no well, I don't think you were I think a lot of people might have felt like that I feel like Wolfie like Wolfie me now like I think because I've been very blessed and I'm quite a lot my, my name's quite in a few places now and I've got so much love on radio it's ridiculous but I wouldn't before I was doing all that I was Laura Wolfie um the reason I was Laura you know what
1: was, I slightly feel like I've heard of that
3: yeah well you would have done I think because that's
1: that that's sort of what got
3: more. me in the situation that I'm in now in terms of the label my management or whatever because I dropped to EP I don't know if you know the EP called 7 but I dropped that at the end of uni instead of my final major project and from that is when I sort of got introduced to like PR world, like management, you know what I mean? That's when I was like, oh. Mm. Then I realised that I could use Wolfie, my surname, as the name that I wanted to run with um, because legally no one else was using it anymore. So I just thought, let me just drop Laura, a bit too personal, let me do Wolfie. And then, so that's why a lot of people fall like, Ra, where's she come from? Wolfie
1: but, is your actual surname? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, Wolf with an E. Oh,
1: okay. okay. So it's Wolfie. If it's actually Wolfie, I was like, that is nang. It's crazy. It's crazy. That, yeah, that makes... That kind of clears it mm. up a little bit more that you didn't just kind of go... Pfft,
3: no, Pfft. no. So you
1: said label. Are you signed?
3: Well, publishing.
1: Okay. BMG. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: How was all of that for you? Kind crazy. of coming from just making music with Cypria and, and Jay and then suddenly, bang, management, PR, mm. label. Do
3: you know what? It's crazy. Like without, I don't want to sound big-headed. I don't want to sound up my own ass, but because I've studied it for so many years, I've sort of known what elements I need to get involved in, like the next steps naturally that I need to sort of do. Like I was, I've had a manager before um, who was just a good friend of mine that manages a lot of other people. And our relationship didn't really work because we're quite similar people anyway. So that relationship didn't work. But then from that, I sort of knew what I needed from a manager. like I knew what I needed to like, where my songs needed to be heard, like distributed. I Mm. knew that from uni, so I didn't, it wasn't really like... I mean, I kind of feel like that's a lot of
1: just common sense type of stuff mm, as well. If, as an artist, if you don't know where your song should be positioned, or if you don't know (laughs) what kind of people should be listening to your music, then it's kind of, I guess...
3: Some people like that, babe. Some people are still trying to sell mixtapes at Westfield, do you know what I mean? Let's keep it real. Some people are lacking that. Let me really get this let me read this book and actually sit down and actually think about rah, music as a business not just music me putting saying on fruity loops and going to westfield for an afternoon like it's different in it i think but you're right you are yeah right.
1: and i think again <coughs> just to keep in theme with the podcast it's, it's the same as looking at it as an art form mm, if, mm-hmm. as an art form you want it to connect with people exactly. you have to think how am i best going to connect yeah. with people all right What's cool. Let me platforms? yeah let me start by Mm-hmm. Platforms that they love. The mm-hmm. polite, I guess they've got the Westfield one down. Where do they shop? So it's yeah. kind of like, all right, cool. When people listen do. to my music, go on yeah. Oxford Street. All
3: yeah, right.
2: yeah. All right, cool.
1: That's well, what we
3: should do in South. We should do that. <laughs> Outside Street of Colin, like wait. Outside
1: of Mall, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> we could do it. There we go should tonight, Kenny. Yeah, when yeah whenever EP's someone out. comes
1: past, like yo, you like R and B, yeah. This is
2: £5. I got something for yeah, you here. I want
1: now. You like reggae and punk? Shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. You know yeah, the ones yeah. when you lie, it's like, nah, actually, I'm into grunge.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And this guy literally will turn around and be like, what? well, i got something for you on yeah, here.
3: Yeah. I've actually got this one tune that sounds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck, what the You do get caught in that now? combo,
3: like, oh. oh, it's funny. It is funny.
1: With uh, Obi Wan, mm-hmm. was that the song that kind of just packed everyone's ears up? Um, or just made them pay attention a little bit more? Maybe it was the video. Maybe I'm just talking from uh, my experience. Yeah, I agree. I think
3: the visuals helped a lot. I think last year my main, I think my main sort of subconsciously not really knowing it, but my main sort of focus was just getting my music out there um, and just creating a buzz with the music mm. and the lyrics and the sound. And then this year, yeah, it's just been purely about like visuals, getting my face out there. Like we've done the tour, making sure people, the You're dots are sort of connecting. Yeah, yeah. i done a, God, oh, when was that? Like f- February. Supported the internet on tour and then. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. So that was fun. That was a lot of fun, but... Oh my God, I've completely gone off the question, Kane. Where did I go there? I don't I remember then? what the
1: question is. Obi-Wan.
3: Obi-Wan. Um, I think it, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't. I think the song that, for me, really started all this off was I Be Ghost, the song that I done over six months ago. with uh, okay, sorry, I can't a talk. Over six months ago with Levi Lennox. That's the one I think that sort of, for me, that felt like a moment anyway. Um, Ib1, I think because it's visual, it's a moment for other people. People mm. can just obviously see mm. what I look like, see what I'm, what I'm saying as so I speak. But for me, it wasn't, it wasn't Ib1. It was more Ib guys for
1: me. I definitely feel like you're trying to do something to the boys with that song, like because. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, because like when do you ever hear a girl chat about like just come smoke suits and play PlayStation and shit? Oh, like
3: fine. That's there's a lot of girls that want to do that. Men, like, boys, I'm telling you now. A well, lot let's of talk girls. about that then, because that yeah. actually
1: interests me a lot well
3: there we go let's talk about it okay um, let's talk
1: about
3: it because I think it. I
1: met I think I met one girl yeah that uh, yeah that I was like oh shit you actually want to play like computer games and shit and listen to cool music and <laughs> shit I never met a girl like that where are they how do we set up an app for this type of thing oh my god that'd be mad you're onto it?
3: something there yeah. what would you call it like a Sega oh I don't know it has to be a new video game like or a console it needs to be oh. Um, we'll think about it, Kane. We'll have some ideas after this. We'll brainstorm.
1: Yeah, we can't just put it all out there on the internet. Let's as not well do that. Let's not give it well. to them.
3: They're not ready for that. Let's not chuck money away, Kane. Do you know what I mean?
1: But, but why does that come as such a surprise to me that you two us both sat there like, duh, But I'm like, what, know, what the That's fuck? Different. Where What's did that get lost in communication? How do we not know that? Or maybe I just don't know the right girls.
3: I don't know if it's that. I think, I think probably because. I think there's probably a lot of girls out there and there's a lot of females out there that love to sit in, smoke a cheeky joint and play a bit of Mario Kart or whatever. But I think maybe they haven't got, maybe they're not arts, you know, art, artists in the respect that they're not expressing it, maybe. But I know a lot of girls that, I'm trying to think of someone, oh, to, to be honest, I don't really know. <laughs> I say I know a lot of girls, but I've got a lot of... Like that as well. Yeah yeah but um, yeah, I'm yeah I'm quite it? into so it. as well as a
1: man trying to infiltrate your circle is going to be impenetrable so that might be it maybe yeah. the girls
3: that like to stay at home you're to be like play. no
1: we've already got four controllers at school yeah score. I
3: don't need my more friends babe I've got, <laughs> <laughs> got my mega drive at home do uh, we, I mean? don't like, we don't
1: have a multi-tap for the <laughs> ps2 you can uh, <laughs>
3: yeah it's not a two-player game this one like. <laughs> that is the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's what the app should be called like two player game or something like that <sighs> Now, you Honestly, lot, this is an entrepreneurial p- podcast yes, now.
3: look at you. Jesus
1: Christ, we've got everything. What we do need you need?
3: We need to calm down. We need to calm down, okay
1: Talk about arts, talk about business, apps. <laughs> we'll start talking about life and death in a minute like, we'll get spiritual it's just, soon yeah exactly <laughs> I feel like this podcast has everything you need I'm trying to think what I need to add to it now I
3: don't think I think you've given them a lot like if there's a way
1: to like <laughs> I don't know uh, put food in front of people Ooh. so they just have food while they eat I don't know there's ways of doing that there's ways to do come, everything let's Wolfie. do that like 10 years 10 years we'll come
3: back to that idea 10 years do you think 10 years or maybe not then
1: I don't know if I'll be alive in 10 years Five. I don't know I always struggle to see past my <laughs> 28th birthday I can always picture stuff up to twenty eight, but I can't picture myself being older than twenty eight. It's really weird.
3: That's not. I think it's a good thing. You're living in the moment, you're living in the present. Well Well till you're twenty eight, I guess, so five years with
1: a five year five year year plan,
3: that's good. Ten year plans, let's be real. Who does them?
1: Do you do five year plans? No. Do you do plans? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's like to quote Kano, I don't make plans, you know me, I wait and I see. Yes. Literally, I don't think Mm -hmm. I've made a plan in time. Apart from Mm -hmm. like, alright, cool, I need to get these artists for the well, podcast yeah. before I disappear. Well, like today
3: we made a couple plans, didn't it we, to meet yeah, each but other, but... Do
1: you make goals? Like, do you...
3: Oh, goals, definitely.
1: Hit me with some goals. Um...
3: I don't know if you Goals. <laughs> Festivals, yeah. I want to do, you know, like Glastonbury, um big weekend there's certain festivals i think that every artist wants to do certain venues that every are they
1: goals really dreams i mean i guess they are I goals because goal, they're yeah. achievable but at mm. the same time that's like a give i want to do glastonbury all right cool i could have guessed i could have guessed that you uh, i think to do for me like more
3: of a dream i think that's a goal but i think a dream would be like having my nan in the audience at glastonbury like that's that's what it would be for me i think it'd be that would be like having my family there pardon Oh yeah, I want to buy a house in Capham. That's that's definitely right. a
1: dream. That's you a dream. You are definitely yeah. dreaming. But
3: that's a goal. That's achievable. I mean, yeah. It's a goal. I can I can see myself doing that. Do
1: I'm you, trying
3: to think of whatever.
1: But ch- trying to be young and trying to get into the property ladder—that's a bit of a fuckery, I right? I don't
3: vibe. I think it's doable. Do you think? I 100. F- I think it is.
1: Well, what do you do on your side time? Because I don't know if. Well, I guess music. As long as it pops off properly and mm. as long as you don't have an exploitative label, then yeah, you might be able to buy a house yeah. at some point. Um,
3: yeah, I think, I'm definitely halfway there anyway, but that's,
1: oh, that's balling.
3: not just from a, no, that's not balling. even the music. <laughs> from, no, it's not even that. Like, but I think there's certain, I mean, even my sister, my twin sister, she doesn't do music. You're so a twin. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We're talking about that. Oh. Carry okay. on. Carry on.
3: She's about to buy property in Spain. Like, it's doable. I think if you Sp- just...
1: Yeah, Spain's a little bit different. It's though. cheaper,
3: obviously. And what's going to happen
1: if we come out of the EU? Is she going to have to uh, not buy that house? No. Well, I guess if you're buying property... Yeah, 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 yeah and we got yeah,
3: yeah. we got Spanish roots anyway. So it's all, yeah, whatever. Like My granddad lives in Spain, so okay. for that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Dreams. I'm trying to think... no because
1: it's all achievable innit so t- to me, think of is. a dream is kind of to think of something that you don't think is possible
3: like truly and like without being like some cheesy bitch like, tr- like really and truly right now I'm living my dream because I'm not like working nine to five anymore something that I don't want to do mm. like I'm doing I'm living comfortably like I'm doing what I want to do so do you know what I mean? So I'm living it now, like, and goals, they are what I see goals, because I believe everything is achievable if you just put the right things in place. Like, of course, standard. Know, dream. I'm trying to think of something. I'm... I want to give you something that's outlandish that no one would have said in terms of a dream, but. want to fly? I do want to fly, yeah. But... I've always had this idea if I, if I had a Spider Man suit, how I'd like to go around South East London. The spider-man so maybe that's what, a dream. what
1: are you gonna attach the webs to there's nothing high enough well, in southeast I mean. london you go from no
3: but where are you street to...
1: light to street light so do you know
3: what it is i used to live in thames mean like across the river um, this is a quite a big thing in this house when i used to live there but i always used to say if i was spider-man how quickly i'd get to like my sessions because across that river bish bash boon. and now i'm in greenwich i'm there near enough about in greenwich well where would it be in greenwich because i was in Thamesmead me like west thames me so right on the river
1: oh, okay so you're talking about like the borough of. Grange. i'm
3: talking about going like east and then i'm going back to granny's as a, if i'm spider-man like, i'm talking about going there and there I so my w- dream would be a spider-man costume is what i'm getting at
1: that's a good enough dream yeah oh, you play spider-man on the ps1
3: yes i didn't like that game i it was all right i got you know when you get into the top building on that that bit I got stuck in when you have to try and move that van and shoot behind it all them people with the van. Yeah, I got stuck there. I could never. Pass I loved that it. Level. I thought it
1: was well ahead of its time. It was like the first oh, three definitely... roam game that came yes. out. I was like, oh shit, we actually get to be Spider Man and, and shoot webs and that. Like,
3: that was sick. That was
1: actually mad. I used to love that game. Do you know what
3: I heard the other day? Crash Bandicoot might be coming back, but then I read something that said. That's no, it's a fake picture because it was is it hungry dog am i right in saying naughty dog naughty dog but they're not do, they're not releasing the other one
1: no nah, they so um, I don't want it
3: really if naughty dog aren't doing it
1: that's the thing have you played the um, the things that they do what's uncharted no oh they have They.
3: Babe,
2: what?
1: their new like head of franchise is uncharted it's like oh. a, um uh, just a, like an adventure game oh but it's sick it goes through like all ancient myths like um shambhala and fucking antarctica no what's the atlantis trust me it's the hardest game and like what once you get actually i'm not gonna carry on but there's four of them there's four of them now you go to like ancient egypt and you do like the pyramids and shit you (laughs) go to i'm quite annoyed
3: at myself (laughs) you go to
1: atlantis and do like shambhala and that and then you um what's that
3: yeah pre now
1: have you seen... Have you read Celestine Prophecies? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, yeah. Shut, so it's basically uh, all of that shit in a game.
3: That's weird, because I'm reading that book again now. That was weird. A little coincidence.
1: There you go. That's how... coincidence. Oh, Do you yeah. believe coincidences exist?
3: I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's... Oh, this is a whole different thing, though. I think it's frequency. Like This is a whole different conversation. You're going to get me off on one. But I think... Let's just,
1: come on, let's go. Okay,
3: good. Serendipity. I believe in the universe... Has got a plan for us all, is what I believe. I believe a coincidence is the universe showing little points that actually this was meant to happen. Yeah. Like, if you're crossing that person, like Jay Prince, for example, Um, before I worked with Jason, because we're not friends like from our area, because he's from East, I'm from Kent, like we're obviously not friends from like our boys or whatever. But I added him, I think it was MySpace or the other, yeah, on MySpace, and it was like an MSM thing. And when I was enrolling that, Do you know how happy it
1: makes me that we're talking about MSN? Love MSN, MSN. let's (laughs) bring it back. (laughs) A
3: little sign up sound, oh, I missed that and the little people. I'm putting that
1: in the intro. At the start of all of these podcasts, I put like a trippy, psychedelic, like a a bit from a song and then a bit from an interview of someone talking about like their art or some shit. Um, So I'm going to put some MSN MSN sounds in there. It's going to start with um, whatever the sign in thing was. I
3: love a bit of Emerson. I want to hear that now. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've got
3: it. I got it. You got it. There but yeah, it. carry on. Yeah. So Jason, like, we're not friends. We like people in common. Um, I was enrolling, at uni, in East London, and I literally walked. I was in Canon Town. Jason walked past me, and then he walked back and went, "Are you, are you Laura Wolfie?" And I was like, "Who the fuck are you? And like what?" And I was like, "Actually, you're." because he was Jason Eugenio at that time. He was under a whole different oh, age. And I was Throwing like, what? And Kid Shifty as well. He used to be in this like, little collective and he called himself Kid Shifty. And I was like, what? And that's how that happens. And now that I think about certain things that have happened in my life up to this point, I'm like, rah, like, that's not a coincidence, surely. That's meant to happen. So mm. I don't really in coincidence.
1: That's yet. how I feel about deja vu. You know yeah. that weird feeling? like, I oh my it. God. That's like, I that's. It. I feel that like that's just confirmation that you mm. are now back where you're supposed mm-hmm. to be. Like, it's you know, you right. don't feel it for time. Mm-hmm. And then you feel it and you're like, oh shit, that's, that's so it. random. It's like, yeah, that's because yeah. you're supposed to be here. Come I feel on. like
3: it's your, let get deep. I feel like it's your soul. Like, yeah, it was meant to happen. Like, you're cool now. Like,
1: I just kind of feel like meant- it's where actually you've got sidetracked somewhere. Yeah. And you made a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. But then that deja vu is when you come back yeah. to where you're supposed to be or where you would have been it's true. if you like, hadn't made that decision.
3: I think when deja vu happens, it feels like a weird reality, doesn't it? In yeah, some it, f- it feels like,
1: oh shit, I'm like... There's two things There's two happening things right now. Like yeah. I'm looking at this from two mm. different perspectives. But then I kind of had to drop that theory because then you start trying to figure out, well, where did uh, I take the wrong turn? Yeah, you're like, oh shit. Start to try and figure out everything you that can't, you did wrong. Can you? And then you, you, you can't start invest. questioning shit. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. Your your explanation works so much better for me. Now. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, cool. Yeah, sweet.
3: It's all sweet, really. If deja vu happens, it just means you're sweet. <laughs>
1: Basically, but we have those types of conversations on here. Um,
3: Good, they're the best types.
1: They are the best types. The deep
3: ones, the real ones. I don't
1: think I can't remember the last time I had one of these conversations during the day, though. Oh, I have them all the time during the day.
3: In the morning, seven a.m., eight a.m.
1: Yeah, but have you been up all night. Is that why?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've not been up all night. No, we had that cipher till like half one. I want to yeah, I missed Extenders last night, so I've not been up all night.
1: Fucking are you, do you know and know mum what I mean? would mean, I
3: can't even put the old eye player on, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, you do. In the morning. What's that? You have the in the morning? Mm. It's just, I think it's my family. I think the way that I think and, I don't know, my mentality is, I think it's quite a lot of it heavily influenced by my mum. My mum's Romani Gypsy, so quite, sp- like back in, the day they were i don't want to say pagan sort of religion but they're very much about good energy and treating nature like nature is you know the main medicine of life like just good vibes good energy um yeah and i think that's always sort of been embedded into me like making sure that i sort of know what's going on around me not just with me do you know what i mean it makes sense
1: break down like a roman egypt what what
3: what what, what
1: would your mum do that would you would say is unconventional in comparison to maybe some of your friends growing up? Um I'm We interested. have a lot of
3: crystals hanging around our house.
1: Crystals are popping now at the moment. Oh, everyone it's like a trendy thing. In, it everyone me Everyone seems off. to be into crystals right oh,
3: now. Oh and people t- <laughs> It's tricky as well. Do you know what? I had a meeting, I was saying to Kemi earlier, I had a, a meeting with this nutritionist yesterday, and it was the first thing I've ever had, and it was so interesting. But she was talking about like how this also all trendy now, like all these crystals and like being vegan and uh, all this stuff is trendy but it's just it's upsetting really at the same time because people are trying to find that sort of light in their life aren't they but then because it's a trendy thing they're not really understanding the full meaning behind it
1: yeah so do you think that it's just kind of like another fad to escape
3: Mm, i don't know i feel a lot of people i feel like As a generation now, and I feel like just the world in in general, we are evolving. And I feel like as human beings, we're becoming a lot more conscious as to what is going on above us, around us, and what's happening inside us sort of thing. I think there's a whole conscious shift that we are going through. Quite like they said, a sign prophecy, really, actually. Age of Aquarius. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like something is going on um, within our generation so I think, yeah, I don't know, really. Do you know what? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I definitely think it's true. I think that our, our generation, I think the one that comes after us as well, like mm. let's say if we all start having kids, mm-hmm. our kids are going to be the most Drastic. persistent yeah. for some real mm-hmm. fucking um, substantial answers. Mm, that's gonna it's going to be, true. it's actually pretty scary when mm. I think about it.
3: It is. Because you think of the science, like even science now, people are questioning like, things scientifically that have been embedded into our society embedded into our brains for like hundreds of years but now scientists are questioning that so you've got to think science has to evolve automatically like generally it has to evolve and so does spirituality surely and so does everything else that like, factorises into I it I
1: don't know I don't know
3: I think spirit our spiritual-, spiritual journey evolves yeah that's what I mean yeah not like religion do you know what I mean yeah, but like yeah, yeah. our but connection this- with one another is yeah. evolving
1: because um, I was talking about this last night um you said about our revolution Mm -hmm. the next step for us on like the darwin ladder or whatever Mm -hmm. is going to be fucking nuts because it's either we go from here like where do we even go from here what's the next thing because we would love to think Mm. that two tendons in your arm
3: sorry i actually know what it is two tendons in your arm so you can be able to move your fingers actually
1: around that's no, you have to pass out a that microphone. You have Boys to pass out it? a microphone for that yeah, one. You have to explain. Like,
0: what? So you get two tendons in your wrist, so you'll be able to move your hand all the way around and move your fingers anywhere you want?
1: What? So backwards as yeah, well? Yeah, so you could do. I've got. Bend your I'm, hand and then turn I'm it so not flexible. Look, I can't even bend my finger up. My fingers <laughs> are fast.
0: your finger your actual r- hand? Can't people do that already? Like but what is or?
1: the benefit? Like, how did how did that <laughs> <to make them laughs> how did natural selection choose that as the <laughs> thing? It would
0: be so you guys we can get anything from any angle because obviously if you're stuck somewhere you can only reach forward you can't reach back. Where was this by? Where did you read it? It was in biolog- biology, biology in A level.
1: Oh yeah. All right. Well, I don't really trust the national curriculum. <laughs> yeah, <there we>
0: go. <laughs> it was Oxford and Cambridge.
1: All oh. right. Okay. Oh. May- even more so. Yeah. <laughs> even more so. <laughs> Because I never met no one from Oxford or Cambridge, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I don't know if I can trust I that. you know someone
0: with two tendons here, and they actually can bend their hands. Are you hand
1: talking you about hand. the thing where if you do that... Yeah, the
0: two muscles there. So if you have two... That's actually make four that, If you have a two or three, you can actually like do quite a lot more with your hands. that's our hand
3: next hand. Like, sort of... I program. must have
1: half of one, because I am not flexible <laughs> so at all. I can
0: make mine touch here. i oh, a bit sick. Go any to back, so...
1: Bravo, but we would like to assume that we are th- the peak of of darwinism we like to think so. we're not gonna have but i think that the next thing in the evolution scale ever that image that's so iconic from the fish or whatever mm-hmm. to the stood upright human being the next one has to be a robot surely
3: i think there's it's got to be something like that isn't it because you've got to think of society as well like I don't know. So there's so many things. But I mean, there are robots. Let's be real. There's, I'm sure there's people now. I'm sure there's so many things that we don't know about. I'm sure we're living among aliens now. Let's be real. So I'm sure the next. It's event, a bold like, claim. I'm sure we are. They
1: find new things in the Amazon rainforest every day. Where uh, I'm like, that's a fucking alien. Sh- I think David sh- Cameron's
3: an alien. let like, to be real. So, I think we're surrounded by them. Yeah. Reptilian yeah. serpent. <laughs> <like>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think uh, yeah. I think there's a lot we don't know, but it's exciting, isn't it? I'm excited.
1: I don't know if it's exciting. She'd give
0: an alien a cup of tea. Of course. Do
1: you reckon? <laughs> of I would love to do a podcast with an alien.
3: Why wouldn't you?
1: I would love to. He would probably just destroy me. He'd be like.
3: How would you communicate, though?
1: I don't know. If they like, got yeah. here, then they're probably pretty smart.
3: I guess if you're an alien, maybe they can just talk to you by looking at you. Like maybe they can actually get into your subconscious. Like maybe they like now. <laughs> yeah but if we were aliens it would work
1: I mean I've, I've kind of was try, I don't, I feel like you were saying something to I me I was
3: saying something I was saying Kate if I was an alien you understand me right now
1: yeah and I was looking at you like
3: like he understood me so maybe we're part of that evolution Kate maybe we're a bit early for everyone
1: else I feel like I'm ahead of my time I've always there felt like that I've always felt like that <laughs> I felt like I was telekinetic once when I was on mushrooms
3: <laughs> well there we go
1: No, but genuinely, me and my friend were tripping and we were in the same place and we could see the same shit. And we was like, oh, did you see that there? And he was like, yeah, he was like, look to your left. Can you see that? And I was like, oh shit. And we was like, this is fucking weird.
3: It's the minds. It's funny how all these drugs are still illegal, isn't it? Don't want us to see these things.
1: This is a good time to actually talk about it because the first ever brain scan on LSD was done the other day. Was it? Yeah, first time in 50 years that it's been allowed to happen. Um. Yeah, the first time in 50 years that crazy. they have been allowed to do that, to even test on LSD. And they weren't actually allowed. The guy who did it, mm-hmm. uh, Alexander Nutt, I think his name oh, is. Oh, wow,
3: what an incredible name. Or
1: David Nutt, one of the two. Um, I might
3: have read that. He's a brain surgeon as well as a examinator, isn't he? Like, I, d- I,
1: f- I don't know. I don't know.
3: Oh, crazy. Sorry. Cancer. But he was
1: banned from doing it. The government said, no, you can't do that. What are you talking about? Um, of course. And he was like, all right, I'm going to do it anyway and he did it and <laughs> the results came up trumps and it was like it was a massive breakthrough and I was just going I was just ranting about it all day yesterday yeah i surprised um, but yeah it's mad that mm. it's going to become basically the aim to do that was I'm going to go against the rules to show you that we can cure depression we mm. can cure anxiety we can cure all of this shit with for
3: all this stuff that you're making it's like weed isn't it I mean marijuana is like a massive thing isn't it? it's a massive conversation the hemp can we can use hemp in so many things. In general, Half the stuff in this room we can use from hemp. But because we can use it from that, it's not financially beneficial for us here and other people. I would that. be
1: shitting myself if I was a corporation or if I was the government. Because mm-hmm. if you start actually treating people mm. with depression for to be honest i feel like most people have some kind of depression I in agree, them anyway yeah. like living in the west is not easy it's mm-hmm. not easy to be in a society where money rules everything and if you haven't got any you're basically worthless mm-hmm. and if you do have some you have to have done some dirt to yeah. to have got it mm-hmm. so i feel like we all have some underlying um i don't know just just whatever
3: I agree with you. I feel like everyone's got some sort of mental illness to some degree. It's just people got it more than others, I think. And depression's a massive part of it. And then
1: some people make stuff and put it in that and then mm. everyone calls them great yeah, for it. exactly. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I would be shitting myself if if, yeah. if I was one of them people and I heard that LSD was about to be...
3: It's crazy. Well, it's like cancer, isn't it? I mean, it's it's quite like cancer in the respect of this whole... You know, marijuana, like, cannabis oil, like, all that lot. Imagine if, like, imagine... This is how I think about it when I read things like that. If my mum had cancer now, and I know this thing could cure her, but yet some of these, like, I don't know, it is a drug, but some of these things that I can't get hold of because it's illegal in my country, I'd be pissed.
1: So pissed. I'd be so
3: angry. I'd go to prison. Are you joking? I would because it's not like you're rolling a joint I'm just going to backstrap for my mum I? I'm getting oil like it's different though isn't it that's
1: why <laughs> this is such an interesting conversation I feel mm. like because the general consensus is like mm. just free the things up exactly. man like come on exactly. but
2: there's money, the there's money in the treatment not in the cure, of right? course
1: basically um, mm-hmm. I don't even know how I got onto this but I was looking How'd at get onto it? The, no not this topic conversation uh, what I'm about to say um, I don't <laughs> know how I got onto but this but I was looking at the percentages of what causes cancer. Mm. Um, so sixty percent is cigarettes, mm-hmm. um, which f- is just the dumbest thing mm-hmm. ever because no one has to smoke cigarettes. No, like if you just if you're the government, yeah, and you look at cigarettes being a sixty percent cause of cancer just shut the thing off and you lose 60% of cancer cases
3: and deaths but let's be real they don't want that do they so
1: you cut cancer Mm. in half by just saying you know what cigarettes aren't really that deep (laughs) just stop smoking them
3: (laughs) they're not that good for you we've turned like we've worked out
1: nah all right cool so (laughs) then we're gonna go 24% alcohol all right cool (laughs) so just lock it off (laughs) and now you have shrunk (laughs) Cancer by 85% with just two moves, and then the next one after that is poor diet. All right, mm. cool. Let's lock off all these fast food things. Yep. Let's lock off all of these fucking Iceland bite all of these cheap shit yeah basically and let's make
3: natural food and organic foods the price that it should be and let's like grow it more in London let's start growing stuff more there's so many ways that we could change it it's a piss take in in
1: three moves you've taken out 90% of cancer cases Mm -hmm. and then the rest is down to either if you want to call it fate or or, or lifestyle Mm -hmm. but that just always has Mm -hmm. baffled me pisses me off it's just then it just makes you question like mm-hmm. what are they really like what what's else really happening mm-hmm. yeah like what's really happening if they know that they can do that mm-hmm. and save 60 of of the cases then what else are they mm. is fucking us up but they're like oh you know we could just scrap that but psh.
3: it's like chemtrails who was i talking about my mum was
1: chatting shit to me about chemtrails she was like she looked up in the sky this came out of nowhere we we're walking it was a nice sunny day so we went out for a walk she looks up in the sky and went Fucking chemtrails takes a piss. I literally it? love your I mum. I looked at her and I was like, "Where did that even come I from?" I love her. She's like, "What well, you don't know about?" <laughs> <go>. <laughs> she's like, you don't, "She's like, you don't know about chemtrails." I was like, "What do you know about chemtrails?" Yes, she's like, "Just no, it's it. a piss take." And yeah. I was like All right. That's it. No.
0: But yeah, yeah,
1: it's just them things. There's so there. many
3: things, and I, f- I feel like I don't know as I. Like we were saying earlier, like as a generation, I feel like we are getting a bit more in tune with what's going on. Cause if I sat down with my granddad and I was like, granddad chemtrails, he'd be like, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he wouldn't he wouldn't be out his mind generally wouldn't be able to understand it because he's from such a different era, isn't he? Like he's from he, the way that he was brought up was like, nah, 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 nah. And obviously all the wars that he's been in and shit, he couldn't comprehend with that.
1: Yeah, that like he was out there fighting a war. while but there's really the, in the war sky is really in the sky yeah, and is really like off. behind closed doors. It's like that's, that's but that's I mean. the that thing. If I was older, if I was from a couple generations above, I'd be ignorant as fuck. Or
3: I think I'd want. To, I think you'd want to be. Yeah, you'd have to be because you be live be your whole lie. life.
1: Mm-hmm. Your whole life would have been a lie. It's
3: crazy. Isn't so it? I wouldn't go like on no
1: internet. I wouldn't be no. on nothing. I'd be just watching Channel Four. Trust like, me,
3: homes under the hammer every day. That's me every
1: single day. Turn on BBC News. Be mad at Syria yeah. and shit like <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and all yeah. the immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. This is what I would be. I'd have to be because I'm oh. not acknowledging that my whole life has been. Has been a, a, a farce. It's
3: crazy when you deep it like that.
1: But um, how do you s- maintain so up ha- an upbeat rhythm? Like how do you make such happy music? I'm waiting for like happy a music. like li- talking to you now. I'm waiting for like a s- existential crisis song. Or oh, but there'll
3: be some. There's definitely some. I think I don't know. I think with music for me, like the I'm trying to think of I be ghost. Like so the first song that I dropped, like. I always want to have like it sounds cheesy that I put it like this, but I always want to have like a positive flip somehow. Like I would be ghost. The first like sort of line is I've been Casper on my bitches, ghosting. I've been Casper on my bitches. No, I've been. Ca- oh fuck, I can't remember it. I've been Casper on my bitches, ghosting. What the fuck? focused on my figures because I'm still not getting paid. I'm acting Swayze with my baby. So what I'm saying there is like, fuck you lot, I'm getting money sort of thing. But then I'm saying, I've been ghosting because you were hoping that you could hold me down. People drift away, money always stays. When you look in the mirror, who's about, i have be ghost. So although for me, like, when I wrote, I was pissed off. When I wrote that song, I was angry, angry with life when I wrote that. People were annoying me, but then I thought if someone's listening to this like if my little cousin's listening to this and they're like oh what are you talking about in that like you're ghosting what do you mean I want to be able to say sometimes you just got to cut yourself off from people (laughs) do you get your money up and carry on I feel like there's always I always want to sort of have a positive sort of flip some kind of triumph yeah I feel like you need that in music I feel for me I feel like I need it in music because it is a therapy and I feel like Sometimes I sit down and I think, come on, let's cheer yourself up a bit, Wolf. Like, that's like, mate, it's a bit nice, son. Like, like Sometimes
1: that. I kind of like not having the triumph in the music. I kind of like just being mm-hmm. left there. Like, t- like let's say Tom York or something just mm-hmm. takes you somewhere and just leaves you and just literally true, gets you in his little car, yeah, or spaceship or whatever, flies you yeah. out to some next dark area with no lights anywhere and just drops you off and is like, it's all right, cool, in a bit. And then... Do
3: you know what? It's funny... It's funny you say that, cause I was, um, cause I got asked this question the other day. Like, you're a very positive person. Like, how how is it like? It comes through in your music as well. And I was like, oh right, I was thinking that's mad. Cause I don't. When I sit down and write a song, I'm not thinking like, let me make a really fucking happy song and make everyone feel so happy about life. Like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm doing it for me. I'll be real. Like, I'm just writing down what I feel and putting it out there. But I read a thing, cause I studied music therapy for a bit. And they, were, they said in this article, this is not word by word, but they were saying that when people, the reason that Adele is so successful, a part of it, is because when people listen to emotional, like quite upsetting music, they actually release a toxin in their body that makes them feel better.
1: So, like, a, it has you have, like, an auto-defence. Like yeah,
3: like, an effect. Like, when you're so upset, you listen. And it's music that does it because they put a few music therapy, like, it's the frequencies and it's how it's sort of connecting to your your brainwaves or whatnot.
1: So, technically, you don't need to add the triumph yourself because your listener to, will really. do it. Drifting wasn't,
3: Drifting wasn't a Yeah, a couple of songs I've I've wrote. Uh, a song um, on the EP that some people would have heard called Faces that I've done with Nana Rose. That's me saying, like, fuck you, not really. Nana Rogues. Oh. Um, that song is on the EP and yeah that one's not it's a happy like the beat is happy the beat is sick um, but lyrically what I'm saying is like fuck you really but yeah so. music
1: therapy that's interesting
3: it was in really that, interesting in
1: the um, the study that was published about the LSD thing as well they said that music and LSD made them like the most powerful therapy yeah. tool that they've ever seen they that's were crazy. like utilised in the right way blah 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 um yeah i keep bringing that up because that's just it's on my mind but it's just you know them things that you just know in it you know it that you can mm-hmm. listen to a song yeah and it can make you feel like yeah it's all right it's true like it's cool in it i'm it's not true. going through this alone yeah. or someone's felt these same things mm. and f- really and f- truly there's only s- a small spectrum of emotions that i can feel and we all feel mm-hmm. the same thing exactly that I th- it's just every no, time. A lovely I have way
3: this- of putting it, wasn't it? What a lovely way of putting it, then.
1: Well, you know, I don't have a podcast oh, for no I'm reason. Bad.
3: You might as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I wasn't articulate and yeah. I was just like, well, you know, just like, like
3: happy and sad. Man's <laughs> like, happy
1: and sad, like that innit it? <laughs> and like you, happy and sad as well, isn't it? So cool, isn't <laughs> it?
3: We're all happy and sad with our music. <laughs> <you mean>? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh dear!
1: Where do I want to take it? Where
3: are you going to take it, Kate? I'm interested now. I like this. This is one of my favourite interviews that I've
1: had. One of? What, why? What else is up there?
3: I've had a really good... Who Who else have I had before? You be Amanda Star. Amanda Star. I, I recognise
1: that name. From
3: um, no, Beats. That's what I was going to say, Bang Radio. Yeah. But Beat Radio, they are now in North West. Um, I just like talking like this conversational I like these interviews <laughs> alright well
1: I need to I need to think of something quick to talk about so I don't slip from your top mm, two shit. interviews
3: mm. <laughs> no pressure Kate nah, no, no
1: <laughs> you might have to throw something out there while I think
3: do it curveball curveball side note
1: why you got a curveball for me you,
3: No, you ain't have you yeah let's have a topic of conversation
1: from you come on me yeah come on no, I
3: can. What do I want to talk about, Ken? What, what have we been talking about? That like yeah. interest Kane in life. Um, no,
1: yeah. Like yeah, you can. Well, I mean, you can't if you if you <laughs> can't. No, it was the whole. Um, I don't
0: know why it pops into my head, but the whole because you're this. Oh, because of my skin colour I, and yeah, what I'm
3: yeah, doing. Yeah, that come up.
1: This comes up every single week. Race comes up every week. Yeah.
3: It's unnecessary,
1: though. Mm. I think yeah, in your conversation, I think in your conversation, it's unnecessary. Oh,
3: well, certain people don't, but I
1: why? Who's th- who thinks that, that? Who thinks? I that?
3: don't know. It's just a few comments. It's just oh. life, but it? it's the industry babe
1: But that's just people see conversation about one thing and then just attribute it to mm-hmm. every other case. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, you have to. Mm. Be able to take something as truth because you know that's exactly. actually the case with some people, Thank you. and then build your own truth from that. Your own like, if you can't fucking that. look at so- It pisses me off. Like, when someone tried to chat shit about to me about something that they read in a book, and I was like, all right, cool. Mm. Well, that is one person's opinion. That's one opinion. book, babe. Thank you. Now you have that little glimpse yeah. of knowledge or you have that perspective, mm. and now you make your own. Mm-hmm. So that's how you progress, you fucking mm-hmm. moron.
3: Oh. <laughs> Where have you been?
1: It pisses me Where have you been on my like,
3: life? This is literally my attitude for the past three days.
1: I can't stand them. I'm starting to like not trust people that read books because like no, you you stay in a book for too long. You you don't even start making up your own trust perspective. Me. go
3: to another book and actually cross-examine what you've just said and educate yeah. yourself, please.
1: I like it when I read a book as well, and I'm like,
3: you question it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I think I talked about this last week actually. Um, I was reading an Osho book and I was mm. like, "You're chatting shit, bro." I was like. <laughs> I was like, first of all, you're contradicting what you said earlier in this book. Mm. And I was like, but, and that also, what you just said is just shit. You're just chatting shit. That is not, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're trying to be preaching truth and everything. And I was just kind of like, that is just the dumbest, most ignorant mm. thing I've heard.
3: They're the best. If you can get that emotion from books, I think books are sick.
1: I don't know. I find out I can get pissed off at quite, um, quite a lot yeah. of stuff. Pretty easily.
3: I feel like... Well, I can as well to be fair but I'm trying to make sure that certain things don't annoy me but that was a, yeah, a subject that annoyed me quite recently
1: <laughs> I don't know uh, I used to uh, I don't know I'm trying to think if I just get unnecessarily angry now <laughs> I just get just annoyed at dumb shit like you know when you just expect I shouldn't expect anything of anyone but you just expect mm. people what's just to be what's your star
3: sign let me side note it
1: no guess
3: you're not Leo are you yeah <laughs> that's
0: why <laughs> so she.
3: That's why.
1: When's your birthday? July. 17th of August. Oh, okay. When are you? July end of,
3: Ju- end of July. Perfect. Mm. That's why. Yeah. That's why you get annoyed at little things. And because you expect people to do as much for you as you do for them. Well, it's not That's that. I, I don't I expect, if
1: I do something for someone, it's not because I want something in return. No, but
3: I mean, you would do it, you'd like, with Kemi. If I made you a cup of tea, I'd make you a fucking good cup of tea. But if she came around my house and made me a shit cup of tea, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? But I'm a Leo. That's why. That would never
1: happen.
3: It would never happen. You're <laughs> yeah. good at
2: cups of right, tea. Cool. I'm
1: glad we cleared that. <laughs> so one. You guys know,
3: have to drain a tea bag. Drain your tea bags, please. Don't dip and dab my tea bag in there. <laughs> Piss me off.
1: No, nah, it's just other little things like the whole book thing. Mm-hmm. Like form your own perspective. Don't I just don't you. chat shit. Don't chat shit first and foremost. That's like my biggest pet peeve. Um, <gasps> but aren't Leos supposed to meet Leos and hate each other?
3: Yeah, but I feel when you understand a Leo, babe, I feel like as humans, if we all understand each other, we can all get on. Just know our bad traits. I've got a bit of an ego sometimes. I've got a lot of pride, a lot of fucking pride. But because I know it's my bad trait, I know that when I'm using it, do you know what I mean? Like, I know when, like, even with you, like, sometimes I'll ring Kemi or I'll ring, like, one of the boys and I'll be like, oh, I'm pissed off by this. That like, the other day, I was on one, I was amping about something the other day, and then I had to be like, let me just remind myself, this is part of my personality that I can just amp and my pride and get on one. Let me just sit back down and just... I feel like when you know that about your friends and yourself, I feel like you can get on with anyone, can't you? Uh, this
1: is going to be probably the most random question that anyone's ever asked you, yeah. right? But I'm trying to... Tr- I don't think I've ever met another Leo. I don't know, yeah. for some reason.
3: Okay, work me out. Let's work out these um,
1: Leos. I've always had this thing here. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but whenever I'm with a girl, let's say we're in bed or whatever. hmm if she like plays with my hair or strokes my arm or strokes my face yeah. or something, I like I just am That's a Leo <laughs> thing. Is that a Leo thing? I is that my because hair. we're cats? Is that because we're lions? My
3: neck behind my ear. That's my spots. Like my neck and Yeah, see? The spots. <laughs> 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 like, honestly, it is, it's a spot. But there's like other like I don't know let's not get into your sexual life I would like having an interview I was gonna say like what would yours be and your star sign Ken but I think we've all got different things that we like in the bedroom <laughs>
1: I'm i was just trying to figure got. out if it's a Leo lion thing like we is. like to have our mains roll. but we
3: like to be dominant in the bedroom as well but then sometimes we don't like to be dominant
1: I mean, afterwards, I like to be stroked and-, and <laughs>
3: There we go. Yeah, and like to be- Yeah, cared.
1: like a lion. Well, I just wanna lion. lay in the sun and just like- Just chill. Have someone like rub Never my fur gone. and shit.
3: <laughs> that's it. All
1: right, cool. Cause I was like, girls think I'm chatting shit when I no, say that. Vibes. Like, no. oh, why do you like to be like stroked so much? I'm like, cause I'm I a like lion. I like the
3: affection. I like the attention. Just strike my hair, please. <laughs> the pride thing yeah babe we like I'm to be so, thank you
1: for clarifying it's that right. I feel to holler every single girl now, ever and just be like see I was not chatting to shit me. and every girl in the future if any Let of them, them are know. listening
3: <laughs> <laughs> all you yeah. girls out there <laughs> just ready. so you know
1: and <laughs> all the boys as well if, if, yeah, if, if yeah. sounds like your type <laughs> she just told, told you her three sweet spots <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you know what we've come up with so many perfect things today we've got that two player game not two-player game, two-player two app. app. We need to work on that, Kane. We need to work on that. Maybe we need to do like a, I don't know, like a horoscope, like dating app or something, well, like something like that. Left and swipe right was toggles.
0: That's true. No, nah,
1: if it was just a joystick in the middle yeah, and you just go left on the joystick or right on the joystick.
3: No, I'd be on Tinder all day, every day. You're yeah. joking. I'd get Tinder for that. Are you joking? No, I'm make it a bit more of a game
1: yeah. oh my god and when you match with someone you play a game yeah. like pong or some shit do
0: you know
3: how amazing that would be because if I'm beating you at that I'm not meeting you that's how I pre it if I find my match like and if it's fuck, a good game yeah. and if it's a good
1: game and you're like oh. you asshole
3: I'm gonna see you I, you make me for like coffee <laughs> next week babe because we've got to discuss that listen babe why are we saying this when this is about to go out no one people, people know that
1: i am i'm vigilant if anyone tries to steal this idea it's i will find knife, you find them and i will Trust eat me, you.
3: i know now you're a Leah, i know you you stick to your work <laughs> exactly <hey? laughs> see
1: i will both be on you as well because <laughs> we're both We're
3: am like that's how it is but it's funny <laughs> oh dear let's talk video, about the video yeah. the video sick
1: was whose idea was that
3: um, so the concept was mine and Taz, who directed it. Taz Thomas, Taz Tron Delix as well. People might know him as. Um but yeah, Obi-Wan, what I wanted really was I wanted to have like the whole like sort of Sega, like Obi-Wan, like PlayStation One feel in it. Um, and Taz, like, he's sick at animation, he's sick of cartoons and stuff. So I wanted to have that sort of play in it, but then I also wanted it to, it to be like representative of like just me, really. So like chilling in the place that we shot obi-wan in was actually my friend's nan's house because it's the same sort of vibe as what it was like 60 50 years ago so the look in the house and the vibe was sick um so yeah i just wanted to have something that was real really but then also like a bit abstract so that's why we've done the whole video really stuff and
1: flying out the screens and shit yeah
3: just having a great when time when i
1: saw that i was like oh shit this is something different. I haven't seen anything like this, at yeah. least not for a minute. Do you think people really care about their visuals anymore? Do you think it's just, let's just get it mm. done and get it out. Let's just make something safe not or, make, or just something secure.
3: I think, yeah, I think that's a thing. I think when m- when I was looking at visuals, I think for me, there was sort of two routes that I could go down. I could either go down like this sort of safe, like you said, sort of safe look um, and make sure that people get to know my face and get to know the sound really for this visual, or I could go a bit more. I won't say left with it, but go a bit more like a bit more loud with it. I think and just sort mm. of like all the colours and all the different like textures and layers of what Taz has done in in both the videos Obi One and Out of Earth. It is just like what I would see when I'm playing like a Sega game, like what I would see when I'm playing Obi Obi One, and when I'm playing Star Wars, um, or, like Crash Bandicoot all that you know all that lot there. So that's what I wanted to have that implement. There, but I think yeah, I don't know visually I think people can experiment more visually, but I think sometimes people have certain boundaries because they want to make sure it gets on stars TV or it gets on S-Stars channel. Uh, do you know what I mean? But people do though, that, babe.
1: <laughs> That's mad.
3: People do that. I know, I know people, like artists that I'll be like, Oh someone said to me, Oh, you smoke in both your videos, don't you? I'm like, Yeah. And like, Why? Because you can't push it to certain platforms now. I'm thinking, what? Listen to yourself. Like, I'm not I'm not making a video. Just for it to go to that platform. Like, I'm making a video so you know who I am. like.
0: Mm.
3: So, yeah, I think people, I don't know, put themselves in them boxes. Who are you? Who am I?
1: Yeah.
3: Fuck. That's a question, isn't it? <laughs> I don't answer that. How would you like me to answer that? Uh, who am I?
1: You just said uh, I'm making a video to show who I am.
3: Oh, do you mean? I thought that was a question.
1: No, yeah, and I'm saying, who. okay, well, who are you?
3: Oh. I'm me, babe. I don't really know how to... How Are to you be. loud?
1: Do you think people think that you're loud?
3: In certain situations, I can be. I'm quite quiet. I think when you first meet me, um, a lot of people... Yeah, I think a lot of people will think that I'm quite shy and quiet when you first... Meet. Are you the same, actually, as Leo? Are as you soon as like, I'm like,
1: not talking behind this microphone, I'm just like... You're like me, then. Zoom. We're
3: exactly the same. With this, or like in these sort of situations or settings, if I feel comfortable, I'll tell you all about my life. But... If I don't know you if it's the f- like if I'm not catching a vibe off you, not saying that I don't, you know, I'm not being your friend or whatever, but if it's not like if there's not a connection between us, then I'll just be shy and just do my thing, really. I think, but yeah, in certain situations, I'm loud. If I'm pissed off, if I feel like I need to be heard, I will be loud, but it's that's not really, I've not really had that. I've not really, it takes a lot to get me angry, and it takes a lot for me to raise my voice, so I'm not really that loud. I don't think my mum would disagree. You disagree, but that's because
1: it's I don't friend. know. I, I, I kind of, like, as soon as we started talking, I kind of had that impression. And then mm. as more as you spoke, and I was like, I don't care if you're loud because what you're saying is nang. Like, I was oh. like, so I don't, I don't know if that even counts. Like, it's, mm. it's just one thing to be loud and saying nothing, in it, But if you're loud and you're actually saying mm. something. then so
3: what my mum says. My mum's always said to me, She said, got nothing nice to say, Laura. Don't say it first and foremost. And she said, if you're in a room full of people, she said, sit in the corner and just listen. She said, you are a listener. And the more you listen, the more you learn. So that's what I do. Unless it's my friends. And I'm obviously comfortable and I'm chilling. And I'm going to let you know about what I think about that. Or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing my new song. Uh (laughs) Otherwise it's that, but yeah.
1: The whole listening used to actually be a foreign concept to me. It it? wasn't until I dated a girl who was bipolar. You had to of Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I kind of realized that, all right, cool, this is actually Mm -hmm. outside of what I know. So I have to just... Mm -hmm. You know when you, like, um, I I just kind of boiled it down to... When you think you're listening, most times you're just listening for your reply. Yeah, you're not um, listening. Listening to understand and to actually mm-hmm. take in the, the, the thing that's being said to you. So yeah, f- listening was actually a foreign thing to me up until it was, I was about twenty, twenty-one. I think
3: it was the same for me though, because when when I was at secondary school and even at college, I was mouthy. Like I was quite a mouthy person and especially...
1: And you're smart as well, so it's so like...
3: I felt like I needed to yeah, be heard. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I felt like, I, as a Leo as well, and, but just as, a, just as me, like, I felt like, I'm not wrong. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like If you think I'm wrong, I'm going to tell you again and again why I'm right. That's the sort of attitude I had. And like you said, like, I didn't... I think like, there is sort of two levels to listening. And a lot of why I listen to people a lot more now, and I really listen to words and I really take in words, is because my cousin has schizophrenia. And he had quite a big thing going on. Um, I'd say an episode or a breakdown about two... Is it two years ago now? With Stuart. It must have been about two years ago. Um, And that forced me, if I'm honest. That really forced me to not only listen to... Because I not only listen to people that have been in the same situation as him because it's quite a big thing what was going on. My cousin went missing for like two weeks, and I had to like we had to sort out her police search and all this shit. All that bullshit went on, and at that, them three weeks in my life, I've learned so much about myself and listening to other people. Not even just people that are are mentally ill. The police, like the media, like I had to learn so so much through that them three weeks that I do listen on a different level now. And I think certain things will push you to listen on a different level. So I think we're lucky we've had them experience. Yeah, it's
1: weird that we have these common. Yeah, it's common weird, things isn't it? um and as well in music is to learn really how to listen you have to instead of just trying to figure out how you react to it i think that's an interesting mm. thing as an artist to think all right cool now i understand actually how to listen to mm. somebody else yeah. without maybe without my own ego getting in the way yeah. of actually listening mm-hmm. to to understand i'm agree. just thinking of that as to putting that into your own music mm-hmm. of being like, right, let me listen to myself maybe exactly. a little bit better. Let me
3: just check myself quickly, you're right.
1: I, I wonder if you listen to yourself the same way you listen to other people.
3: No, I don't. No? I don't. It's hard. I listen to myself a lot. I listen to myself more than I listen to anyone else. Obviously, I feel like most artists do. But um, I don't know. When I... I have to... Sit on a song for a while for me to listen back to it and be like, like the other day I put, oh, I don't know what song it was. I saw I've not even released this song, but I put this tune on that I've done. No, I'm lying. I'm telling absolute lie. I released a tune last summer with um all day monsters. They they're called a tune like a garagey tune called Come Through, and the other day that came on. And I was like, right, oh, it's the tune. And I was singing to it, and I was like, yes. And then I was like, right, oh, this is actually me. Like, I and it sounds like an ego thing, like me saying that, like how I just dropped it then. But really and truly, I forgot for a second that that was me, and yeah. So it, that was a weird experience. But I have to listen to myself, like I think, like a few months or a few years on, for me to really like listen to it. Because when I listen to my songs that I've written, um, two, three weeks ago, I'm listening to. The experience that I've been through in that song. So then I'm bringing up emotions. Do you know, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not yeah, listening yeah. to that. I'm listening to how I feel more than I'm listening to the tune. If that makes sense.
1: Is it is it hard to listen back then when mm. you're bringing up those old emotions? Mm,
3: sometimes it is. Sometimes I can't even put on now because I'll just cry. Really? Yeah, really and truly. Some songs. And that's the thing that i have going to have to learn eventually. <laughs> Obviously. But some songs now that I've... Uh, most artists will say this as well, I think the songs that come to you the quickest are connected to you, I believe. Not more, not more or less, but I think the ones that come the quickest have got something special with them. Whether that's special as in like, we were in the top 10 or we're getting played, we've been playlisted and not that sort of special. I'm talking special, like soul special, like special to you. And I thought like some songs that I've wrote and I listen back to some of them, I'm like, Oh, like I can't really listen to this properly because it is like, it's a therapy for me. So Mm. Yeah, it's hard sometimes, but that's just how it is, isn't it?
1: (laughs) What's it going to be like when you start doing your own headline tours and you're out there performing those songs each and every night?
3: Perfect. Perfect. It's different. I think performing... Yeah, performing is different. You get a different energy from performing and you're getting a different sort of therapy because you feel like you're being accepted and all your... All your experiences and all you're talking about is being accepted because people are responding. You can feel the response, like just within the energy in the room. So yeah,
2: because
1: yeah. I had that. I've had this conversation a couple of times actually. One mm. on a lost episode with Koji Radical, sick. and um, I kind of had a, I had a one perspective of looking at it, which was that the live performance aspect is actually pretty sick, like mentally sick mm-hmm. from the audience point of view, because it's like, all right, you've obviously been through shit in your life relive all of these experiences yeah. for my benefit and a little bit appease like mm-hmm. i want to watch you strip yourself bare on stage and then koji countered with um the fat gear but you can go through those things fill up a room full of people and just connect with them and be like listen i've been through this shit mm-hmm. and have someone look back at you and sing the words back at yeah. you like i've been through that same thing too yeah that's like the maddest thing it. yeah like
3: Honestly.
2: i've seen
1: people cry and shit at mm. like concerts and pass out yeah. and shit and you're like holy fuck it's crazy
3: music is music's crazy music is uh you know, it's its own sort of alien. It's the things it can achieve and the emotions it can bring out of some of the pe- some people that you'd look at and you think, "No, nah, I'm never gonna see a tear fall from your eye." You can chuck any any tune on. I don't know, like I can't think of one tune right now off the top of my head, but you could put that song on. You can just watch this man cry. Like, I've seen my dad do it. I've seen my dad's like one of the hardest people like that. I look to, and my dad won't really show you emotion. Really, like he just won't. That's just my dad, but. I've seen him before to a couple of tunes and he'll be like oh oh that's caught me and you'll see it and you think rah music can bring that out of you but I've not seen anything else bring that my out music's of music's
1: the only thing mm, it's, it's the only thing that can make actual tears go behind yeah. my eyeballs and
3: honestly be like let me out and it's the best and it's the best sort of cry nah, as it's well not when you're best, crying the best is the
1: worst I remember no. I, I, I was like started crying on a tube once
3: oh babe. Yeah. what were you listening to uh,
1: Billy Joel Vienna Why does everyone
3: have that that but,
2: I'm not you. a massive I, I, I try to listen to his you. back
1: catalogue and stuff I mean, he has great songs but I mm. don't really fuck with him too much mm. um, you know the ones where you put it on your phone and you're like oh what is this when it comes yeah. on but there and is sometimes. that one song which <laughs> yeah. is Vienna where I have to just yeah. if, I, if I'm on like the Jubilee line or whatever and I hear <laughs> it come on I'm like I grab my phone <laughs> I'm like it's, everything's slow motion I'm like no, <laughs> no. next oh, next goodness. Next! <laughs>
3: the Jubilee line. I could just picture it. Thank you. The image Prop was there on. then. The Jubilee line's the him. perfect one
1: to cry on as well. It, it is. It goes, goes through open. Canary Wharf as well. Yeah.
3: But you're close to people, aren't you, in the Jubilee? Yeah,
1: but it goes through hot. Canary Wharf, and they need a bit of emotion over those sides. It's of true. London. They need um, much. What other songs? I think Purple Rain has made me cry once. Prince. Purple Rain. Um, i
3: think what well, I've. There's a lot of songs that I cry to.
1: Funkadelic <laughs> has Funkadelic, made me cry once.
3: Yeah. What one? R. Kelly, I wish. Oh, that's shit. Tune, but
1: uh, d- I can't even bring myself to listen to Tupac, Dear Mama. Because that's just the. that get you? That's just peak. I guess a
3: lot of people aren't actually, that one. unborn child used to get me. The what one? The one to the baby when
0: he was
3: in prison. Oh, that doesn't really get me, that one.
1: Nah, yeah.
3: There's a lot of things. But even classical music. Like, I listen to a lot of class. <laughs> I listen to it, let me not lie. I listen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every night, a couple of times, I listen Yeah, to and like yet. let
3: me not get carried away. Every evening, I listen to classical music. Um, no. Sometimes, I listen to classical. And that, like the strings. And when I listen to a violin or like a quartet on its own, I'm like, raw, like this is, that connects to me a lot. Mm. That's, strangely, that well, really Sometimes, me. I love to
1: get really fucking high and just go to South Bank and sit in the middle of an orchestra at the back with my hood up. Just in the back. Where
3: has he been all Blazed, my life? Blazed, yeah,
1: just like watching where have you
3: actually been
1: I've been here this is
3: that moment see the universe we talk about this fucking what are we talking about not date that's it this is meant to happen babes was it we're gonna do that together now that's the sort of day out that I love
1: I don't know I don't know if I can go back I usually quite I usually cause quite a scene when I'm there (laughs) no not I don't cry like I'm not talking I'm not alright
2: I'll
1: be like (laughs) trying trying to take drinks and food in and shit and they'll be like (gasps) you can't this is an orchestra and I'm like I just paid for this yeah, and I'm high on. as fuck I need drink or I need something
3: oh, I love that though
1: but no I'm down I'm on it
3: they're the best things to go into yeah things for like real
1: that. I love that shit aww um you're hungry no, I'm
3: hungry yeah. do you want another banana? I can't finish that banana yet
1: well stop moaning that you're hungry sorry.
3: then sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm not finishing that banana though
1: has it gone brown?
3: that it's banana's brown. got some little brown something there Oh, it's nineteen
1: nineteen. Oh my god.
3: That's good. Oh my god. Oh my god. He doesn't know, does he? <laughs> What's nineteen he nineteen know, oh my god. God. She's a numerology
1: person. Oh for like, fuck's Do you know
3: about numerology? So uh, basically set a number. Should we not get, get into it now? We can get into it.
1: We can get into it. We can it. get
3: into it another time if you want. No, nah,
1: there isn't another time I leave the country.
3: Of yeah. course, he's going, isn't he? Yeah. Numerology, right? Numerology. So it's like a language, supposedly. I believe it is the language of the universe, but through numbers. And when you get in tune to this language, it's like the eleven, eleven. Okay. Yeah. Me? So I have
1: kind of heard about this. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. So like, it's just sort of like signs from the universe letting you know. It's that's stuck on nineteen nineteen, though, isn't it? That's not moved. No, it's, 20, no, it's nineteen nineteen. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? So, yeah. Um. It'll change. But repeated numbers, supposedly, no. bam! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or repeated. Fuck! I was so close. Look at you! So close. Jesus! You can't play with things like that, can? Like, oh, the man. universe can't play with it. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it just means that like, quickly. Really, numerology like certain numbers hold certain energies, and like I don't know, like the number eight is a number for. Yeah, I can say that. I know what 22 is. I can say That's it. That's my mum's birthday. My next EP is called Eight Ball. I can yeah. say it because yeah. people... Eight were Ball. Eight Ball, yeah. Um, and the number eight... So you have supposedly, with numerology, you have like three cycles in your life. And like each cycle holds like a different energy and a different path for you. And the cycle that I'm in now, with my birthday added up, um, so the birthday added up, all the numbers in my name added up because each letter has a numeral connected to it. Um... So my cycle that I'm in now is eight and that will end. Oh, when will that end? My cycle will end in like six months. Yeah. So really like numerology is like, it's sort of like horoscopes with numbers. Okay. So it's just a language of numbers really. And eight ball, and part of the reason as to why I call it eight ball is because I'm in a cycle of eight right now in my life.
1: How's that working out for you?
3: Sick, I have it. Thanks, babes.
1: <laughs> 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 I'm wrapping it up. Wrap it up Wolfie thank you for coming Thanks for having Kemi, me Kemi thank you for being here as well Shout
3: out Kemi Hi
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out Kemi You can
1: follow Wolfie at
3: It's Wolfie Music On everything Yeah I think Yeah everything You can follow funny. Kemi at Underscore Kemi Ade. There you
1: everything. go On everything That's like um,
3: You can follow Kane at, at
1: At Kane Chatty. There we go nice. on, okay. everything. on everything yeah. Um everything <laughs> Hashtag S-Y-W-B-A-A To get involved There we go um, Make sure you follow, make sure you share, make sure Order. you listen to the music, make sure you... I'm
3: a nice human being.
1: Are a nice human being. That might be how I wrap it up there we go. at the end of every episode now. Well, normally <laughs> I have a keyboard, Ooh. so it doesn't matter who it is, if you can play or not, they play the keyboard as the end of the episode. But I don't have one.
3: We must get an app. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get an app, Kane. I'm not joking. I'm going to die, though? No, you
1: man. All right, we're going to get an app, <laughs> and we're going to do it. We're going to hold tradition strong.
0: Have you got this the
3: GarageBand not...
1: app? I can get it. Key... What's going on, mate?
0: We're
3: right. close it and again. Shit. um... Keyboard app. See that? Disrespect... No, I've got it now. What the hell was that? That's rude. What happened? That's
1: rude. Do you have a trial version of the app?
3: No, but I've just downloaded this app because my other one's deleted itself. That's all we're getting, Kane.
1: You're getting two nights.
3: F and A. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's what we're getting.
1: Safe.
3: Safe, babes. Thanks for having me. <laughs>